Welcome back to 7525. This is Felicia. This is Vanessa. Thanks for listening, tuning in, whatever the hell it is that you do. Yes. Make sure that if you're liking the podcast to share, press the little heart button, add button, all of the things. Subscribe. Did I say that? Um, Subscribe. (laughs) Turn on the notifications. I think that's the only part I ever remember to say. Well, that's a good part, though. It is. It is. It's important. It alerts you, pops up on your screen, which I don't know. I mean, it kind of bugs me when like, I feel like my Apple podcast thing pops up in the morning, like new episode. I'm like, I don't want to listen to a new episode. No. So oh. I don't know. That bugs you. <laughs> don't do it. But um, I have it turned on for Andy Frisella. I like it. Yeah. I think I need to turn it off for certain people. I don't know if I accidentally pressed it. Like I want to have the podcast oh. saved in like my favorites, but I don't necessarily want like a reminder to listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing my phone vibrate because then I text them like, is it a text message that I need to respond to? And then yeah. it's not. And then I'm annoyed. I only have Andy Frisella's notifications turned on. Obviously, I don't have it on for hours because I know <laughs> we're the ones posting them. So I know. Um, but, but we've been doing ones. good and like getting them like set up to post like Tuesday mornings, like and post like getting it set up early. So now I feel like I want to turn on the episodes. I'm like, what if it doesn't post when I want it to post? What if something fucks up and we don't know? And then all of a sudden there's a episode that never got posted. I listen to it first thing when it posts actually. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. I try to. I'll listen to it while I'm getting ready and like driving to work that day. I still haven't gotten through the episode of uh, the guys the crew the first one because it's a long episode oh, I and did. my well you have a longer drive than i do so i haven't gotten through the whole thing and i i'm not gonna lie like i don't know you probably experienced this when you're editing the episodes like after a while you're tired of listening to that episode even though there's good content but you've listened to it for so fucking long mm-hmm. while doing the editing that i'm like i don't want to listen to this yeah you've already heard it so many times you're like i know what i know what we're gonna say next right <laughs> I was telling a guy um, that's on the podcast, and I was like, when I was editing it, I was like, towards the end, I don't even know what we said, because like, you get to a point where you're just like actually turning, tuning out the words, and you're just listening for um, the fuck-ups, and like the yeah. ums, and the, like, the stuttering, or anything like that. Like, I'm not listening to the content anymore. Um, like, you know. The pauses. <laughs> I was like, Long I have no pauses. idea what's said at the end of that episode, because I was so done editing it mm-hmm. 10 hours in, and I was like, I'm going to delete this whole thing. Fuck it. We'll start over. (laughs) So what are we talking about today, Vanessa? We're talking about adrenal fatigue today. I think we've generally like mentioned it quickly throughout multiple episodes, but we thought it'd be Mm -hmm. a good idea to actually like talk about what it is. Um, I was telling Felicia when we were planning out this episode, for the first time, I actually saw a pamphlet for adrenal fatigue in a doctor's office. I've never seen it before. I've never heard about adrenal fatigue until until I started working where we work and getting training on it. So I was like, I grabbed the pamphlet and I like sent it to my boss and I was Mm -hmm. like, look at this. This is crazy because it really, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a doctor talk about it. And if you do a Google search, I, I was surprised about how many articles were like, there's not a lot of scientific evidence that supports this, but... Yeah, and the treatment for it is an FDA approved and yada, 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 and doctors don't want you to... I guess doctors say they don't want you to assume it's adrenal fatigue because they don't want you to not assume it's other things or not find out any other underlying issues you could have. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know. The way I see adrenal fatigue, it's not like... This is going to sound... I don't know how to put this, but it's not like cancer where you go, okay, that's it. I think adrenal fatigue like covers so many different things and it affects so many different hormones and how our body responds to that, that it's hard to pinpoint like it as one yeah thing so they actually call adrenal fatigue adrenal fatigue theory and it encompasses a bunch of stuff that impacts your your system and your body so i think that's also why it's hard for research to really pinpoint what it is and how it plays out in the body because there there's just so many things that go into it and it's hard to research when there's so many components adrenal fatigue is a good thing to know about especially as a first responder because of the high stress that comes with your job. Adrenal fatigue can come along when you have long-term stress and high rates of stress. Stress can bring on, I think, many different symptoms, you know, and the way we deal with those symptoms. I think typically caffeine, right? I'm on my second coffee. Feeling pretty good. I'm, Actually, I'm still fisting. really tired. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> I, saw, I was double fisting this morning. I was hoping my client wouldn't see me walking in with a venti iced coffee and a grande warm coffee because it was just that type of morning. Don't look at me. Don't do what I do. No, don't do what I do. Do as I say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, caffeine. So... What does stress look like on our bodies? I think that's the first thing that we kind of have to talk about, like some of the symptoms of adrenal fatigue to even recognize if you kind of, if there's a possibility that you might have it. Um, Again, like doctors are saying, make sure like you're going and getting the other shit tested out. And if everything's coming back normal, then maybe you look at that. Maybe you ask yourself, do I live a high stress life? Um, And it doesn't mean that you have one thing in your life stressing you out. A lot of times I see people who have multiple stressors, there's stress at home, there's stress at work, maybe there's stress within extended family members, right? You know, if you're a caretaker for somebody or if things are going on in your marriage or you have kids because kids are stressors even though they're cute. Mm-hmm. All those things kind of asking yourself, is it, I don't want to say quick stress, but like short, short-term stress or are you dealing with chronic stress too? Because that's a big difference as well. That and remembering that even if it's the, if it's not big stressors, that little stressors add up. So maybe you have little stressors at work and little stressors at home and little stressors with something else that's going on, all of those little stressors can add up to a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big stressor somewhere. Why are you smiling? Because I was just thinking of like, I don't know if you've seen it, but there was like an episode of Oprah Winfrey and she was like giving, it's like her Christmas bash and she gives everybody in the fucking audience like everything and so i was just thinking of that because there's like a meme that's based off of like you get this and you get this and you get this and then there was like a parody of it and i was just thinking you get a little stress and you get a little stress and you get a little stress and i just started giggling (laughs) hey and all that little stuff adds up it does i just if i went to one of those things one of those shows first of all i wouldn't that's way too many people in one room all crammed together and way too much noise (laughs) i'd be stressed as this um but if I did and my husband knew I was coming home with all that stuff, he'd be so stressed. He hates stuff. An Amazon box came yesterday and I thought his eyes were going to pop out of his head. It was my new dumbbells because I'm getting fit. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so uh, whatever you need to tell yourself. I'm going to have some huge triceps. Sure you are. I know. Anyways, um, but little stressors can add up, so try not to 
try not to look at your stressors and say, well, uh, you know, those are like little things and that's a little thing here and that's a little thing here. It doesn't matter if they're little or big. How much do you have? You know, think about pouring a little bit in a glass at a time for each stressor. Is your glass full regardless of, you know, how much you poured in for each one? Yeah. So what does that look like? Um, When you have too much stress long term, whether they're little stressors adding up or one big stressor that's continuing, it looks like, you know, difficulty concentrating. You know, you're starting one task and then you're moving on to something else and you're like, holy shit, wait a minute, what what am I doing? You know, or now you have 10 projects you're working on or maybe you're hanging out with the family and you're thinking about work stuff or vice versa. You know, you're having trouble staying engaged on one task. Or maybe going on vacation is stressful because you're on vacation and you're excited, but then you get there and you have a second and you like brought your planner. I'm just thinking about myself. Yeah. Or you brought your laptop and you start to stress. So you, you take it out to check it or your work phone. Or you go somewhere with no service and then you drive down to be able to have service. (laughs) We've heard that a few times. If that, I mean, that, that is, if you're on vacation and stressing over that. Might have a problem. Yeah. If you got to that point, you do have a problem. I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I have a problem. <laughs> it is something I have to work on. I have to prep before vacation to make sure that I can enjoy my vacation. Yeah. I do too. Or I'll work to take care of my stress so that I can enjoy the next couple hours of my vacation. I learned how to do an automatic reply on text messages, so I've been really trying to use that, because if not, I will. If I see, like, a little one mark on my message app, I'm going to want to check it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, I need to learn how to do that before our next beach trip coming up. Actually, guys, we're going to open up those beach buckets that I've had for a couple years for the girls, um, and I need to learn how to do that. Because, yeah, that stress is, that stress is real. <laughs> I'm going to forward them all to you, Vanessa. Yay. To any clients I have listening, Vanessa will be your therapist. She's a great person. She sounds like an asshole on here from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that might also look like anxiety, which I'm not ready to have. Um, <laughs> it might be, like, worrying or... And I would say you're not... For first responders, I don't see necessarily worrying, like, I don't, how do I want to put this? It's weird worrying. I don't feel like it's normal people worrying. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's different. It's almost like a like the goal to-do list on hyperdrive. You know, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. Or like, what if this happens and this might happen? And then you have like the sprinkle of reality in there because sometimes you see like really Mm -hmm. shitty stuff when you're responding to calls. So it is real to you. I wouldn't say it's like the typical, I'm going to chew my fingernails and cry about it. Yeah. It's more of like, well, if I, you know, go around this corner and my kid's not wearing their seatbelt and then this is going to happen, this is going to happen because you've fucking seen it. But the reality of it, like the percentage of that actually happening isn't very high, but it seems high to you because that's what you see. So I see more worrying and like anxiety that way cognitively. But then like I see also a lot of physical symptoms when it comes to anxiety and first responders, mm-hmm. like chest pains and fast heart rate and heavy breathing, hot flashes. Well, and like you said earlier, that difficulty staying on one task, concentrating, that short-term memory, that the classic walking into a room and forgetting what you went in there for. 
I feel like I do that all the I time. I do that all the time. I fucking hate it. Okay, but I have been, and I've told so many people about this. I get in the room, and I forget what I was going for or whatever I'm doing. I don't know. But I stand there, and I just kind of like, I breathe, and I try to think about nothing at all. And then it comes to me. Instead of going, what was what the fuck was I in here for? Because that just gets me mad. You know, and the more mad you get, the more stupid you get, obviously. Dum, 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 dum. Uh-huh. So I, I tried it once, and I actually remembered when I was still in the room, I didn't have to walk back to the other room, and then, oh, shit, that was it, and then walk back repeating it to myself, so. That makes sense. You're cooling down your system, so that's good. Try it out. Breathe. Picture nothingness, a beautiful waterfall. Let's see if it comes back to you. Which goes into that mind fog. That's another one that's a pretty mm-hmm. big, like, or a common one. Um, you might even have some like depression type symptoms, which I think we've hit on that in other, on other sessions or not sessions, but other episodes. You're just so used to saying session. I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you might. And I think that's what we hear too, is a lot of people will get diagnosed with depression and reala- reality is it might not really be depression. It might be, you have too much stress in your system. So that also mm-hmm. looks like the irritability. It looks like the brain fog. It looks like you know, kind of inability to really experience happiness and joy to like full. It's like, it's kind of like being blunted or like, yeah, well, again, walking around in the fog, nothing really seems bright. And I talked to someone very recently who was going on and on and they were saying, well, if I don't work out or if I don't get some caffeine in my system, if I don't go for a walk, if I don't pace, if I don't, if I don't get that irritable feeling, uh, then I experienced some depression. Hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I laughed. And then I was like, I'm sorry to laugh, um, but that's adrenal fatigue. You're not, I don't think you're depressed. Yeah. They were like, oh, really? I was like, yeah, drinking <laughs> coffee makes you feel better and you're happy all of a sudden. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to judge. No. <laughs> no. Coffee makes me happy. Yeah, but you're also not depressed and uh, likely have some adrenal fatigue. Hopefully not. (laughs) So. We'll find out with that hormone test. I know. (laughs) I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I have a good control of my stress. But like when she was like, we should probably test that. Given your job, I was like, oh. So yeah, guys, maybe go test out your shit. (laughs) Get your cortisol levels tested. Should be fun. It'll make you feel really get good. Get it all tested. Well, and it's good to get everything tested because, you know, a lot of times people think it is depression. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not, and it'd be shitty to go talk to, you know, a therapist or a psych that doesn't know a lot about adrenal fatigue, and they think it's depression, and they stick you on medication for depression, and you think that's what you're supposed to do because that's the help you got, and you trust that person, and now... You're on some medication that you don't really need, and maybe you're, maybe you start to feel happy, but your lower back still hurts, and you still need caffeine to feel better, and etc. I think it'll probably help to a certain extent to like maybe decrease some of the symptoms, but I don't necessarily know that it would get rid of all of them. Yeah, and I mean, if you can. If you can get rid of symptoms by simply taking care of your body, not that that's simple, but if you can get rid of those symptoms by taking care of your body instead of getting on medication, then 
why wouldn't you? Yeah. That and taking medication isn't fun, and that comes with side effects too. And a lot of that stuff you have to make sure you're taking, like, at the same time every day. And Mm -hmm. given the job that you guys do, that's not always possible. Yeah. I take a thyroid pill every morning. It's it's annoying. (laughs) It's not, like, terrible, but still. And then if you miss it, you have the added side effects and... Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have to do medication, why do it? If you need it, that we understand. But if you don't, you know, and you can take care of it naturally, then why wouldn't you? Why add shit in your body if you don't need it? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely good to get tested, though, and to go see a doctor because we are not medical doctors, guys. We don't know shit. (laughs) (laughs) That is our disclaimer. We are reading medical pamphlets. Don't go, don't go and do something and say that we told you to. The therapist on this podcast told me so. This is um, information. Not recommendation. Not recommendation. Yes, that is our line we like to use. Um, quick Google search and you'll find all the same stuff. <laughs> yes. Blame it on Google. WebMD. <laughs> Just kidding, don't do that. <laughs> Except if, if you are going to Google stuff, make sure it is reputable. Did I, did I fuck that do. <laughs> Reputable resources. Yes. Absolutely. Um, kind of going back more into the symptoms, because I don't think people realize this, but stress also affects your joints and muscles. So you get like things like increased inflammation tension in your muscles general aches and pains i feel like you're describing me keep going muscle tightness my back is killing me today and i seriously have you ever watched stress. a commercial and they start saying the thing and you're like yes yes and yes and they say what it. it is and you're like no 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 <laughs> yeah i sound like an infomercial you should ask your doctor about blah blah blah. side effects of this include new medication death. include death <laughs> Sorry, sudden death i shouldn't be laughing at this but yes what the fuck i think i'll go ahead and keep with the symptoms I'll, i like I'll being keep alive my fucking inflammation <laughs> but yeah so it could feel like you've run a marathon or done a heavy workout and are still sore for days on end and you know i think for like Especially for first responders, I know departments, they're like, working out is part of your requirements of being in that in that job. So, uh-huh. you know, guys will be like, oh, I must have just had a hard workout because you do work out and you do have to do, like, physically strenuous things sometimes. Us so too. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> Liar. Lying is bad. Um, <laughs> you, you do those things and then it's just easy to chalk it up to, oh, yeah, I'm just sore from that workout or whatever it is, but it can stress, high chronic levels of stress can make you feel like you are sick. Like that you have and done a workout. remember that adrenaline, we talked about adrenaline, we've talked about adrenaline plenty of times, right? When you're having that adrenaline dump, you know, especially after running hot for so long, your muscles can be very sore from that adrenaline leaving your body. Mm-hmm. It affects your immune system too, which kind of goes into feeling like sick and fatigued and tired. Again, it's very easy to just brush off those symptoms and say, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I had a rough shift. I really didn't get to sleep that much or it's allergies, you know, so you have decreased immune function, 
or you feel like you're you are getting sick a lot and again you just chalk it up to other things like oh i'm exposed to the public or you know allergies are going around and i'm just sniffling stomach issues are a big one too because remember like stress mm-hmm. adrenaline and cortisol it shuts down all of those systems in your body that aren't really seen as necessary when you're in that fight or flight response yeah it's like you don't need to be worried about digesting that lunch that you just had fuck all that you need to protect yourself you need to do this it doesn't matter if you have a cold right now so guys might also see like oh they have a simple cold and all of a sudden it turns into something else or it lasts for a really long time because their immune system effectiveness is decreased from that long yeah long chronic stress I actually didn't know when I was doing some research, the skin stuff that, I mean, it makes sense, but there was like some stuff that said like, you know, you get like dry brittle nails, acne, um, uh, dull brittle skin and hair, loose skin, wrinkles and things like that. So you're going to look like shit uh, when you retire. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good luck. Buy I yourself just, some anti-aging stuff. You'll be fine. I feel like personally attacked right now. You're welcome. <laughs> The top of my hands pill when I'm stressed. They get so dry. My hands have been so dry the past couple days. Mm. Ah, See? Look, guys, we're like doing this podcast and also talking to ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) I need a vacation. I need a vacation for my vacation. I just got back from Disneyland and I still feel like I'm recovering. And it's been like two weeks. (laughs) I know. So, um, ooh, decreased libido. Uh, Who wants that? No one. <laughs> no one. Uh, decreased, yeah, decreased sex drive. That could be also from the fatigue you're experiencing mm-hmm. and the lack of sleep. Those go hand in hand. You know, your body just generally being exhausted. Mm-hmm. And usually when you're exhausted, you're experiencing a lot of fatigue and lack of sleep. I don't think sex is the first thing on your mind. No. Which then goes to impact your marriage, typically. And then when your period Uh is impacted, you get more stressed out. So it's a really fun cycle. I highly recommend it, guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, have fun with that one. Uh, Your wife starts to think you're cheating on her or vice versa. It's great. Yeah, seriously. Your hormones get all fucked up, you know, so you have decreased hormone stuff or increase in the ones that you don't want. For women, it might look like increased PMS or like menopause symptoms, which those are already shitty enough. Why would you want more? Oh, yeah. That'll really like fuck with your cycle too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so not fun. This is going to sound really bad, but how many days are you supposed to have in between? I think is on it 28? 28? Oh, yes. I feel like I just got that right because we said the same number. <laughs> yeah, something like that. On average, 28-ish. You know, that can like, that can be greatly shortened when you are experiencing stress or, or opposite. Yeah. yeah. You can start missing periods out of stress mm-hmm. or a spot throughout the month when you're stressed. That would suck. That sounds miserable. That really does sound miserable. Weight gain is another one, which is weight fun. loss. Weight loss, yeah. I know people who go both ways with stress. Mm-hmm. 
When I'm stressed, I don't think I gain or lose, but I eat more. Yeah. But like my sister and my mom, will, I can tell when they're stressed because they lose weight. Mm-mm. They just lose their appetite, which I think is crazy. I feel like I go back and forth. Like if I'm like sometimes I'll notice like the weight gain, but then sometimes I know like I'll lose my appetite too if I have a lot going on or I'll just forget to eat. So depends on where I'm at. If we're here at the office, then I won't eat. Yeah. If we're at home, then I'm going to put some serious food away. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, I walked out of the house this morning and I almost went back in because we combined all the kids like M&Ms from Easter and shit into one bag. And I almost grabbed it to snack on while Uh, I was sitting here. And I was like, I don't need a literally a big ass Ziploc bag of sugar. Really? I wanted it though. You know, yesterday I had, um, what yesterday? I'm getting my days mixed up. Whenever T-ball practice was... I was waiting out in the car and I was hungry. Uh, that was right after we had butterfish too, which is so good. If you guys have a butterfish near you. I want some more fries. Just saying. I so don't good. need anymore. I um, anyways, I was uh, hungry again, of course. So I was drinking my coffee and eating chocolate covered espresso beans. And I realized my heart rate was picking up. <laughs> I didn't have anything else to eat in my car though. So, so then I started chugging water. So I was like, oh, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. When you're stressed, you also crave like either salty or sugary things. So that's something to Mm -hmm. keep in mind too. Everything, everything in your body can be slightly altered when you are experiencing more stress. And that is something to think about. It is all little, little red flags of like, hey, you're a little stressed. And maybe it's good to take an inventory of some points like, hey, like, what do I do when I'm stressed? Or how does my body respond to stress? Like the top of my hands get dry depending on where I'm, where I'm at, like we were just talking about, my, uh, appetite will change. Mm -hmm. If I'm at the office, I will not eat. If I'm at home, I will literally sit in my kitchen and work for my kitchen because guaranteed I'm going to eat the whole time. Hmm. It, it just, it greatly depends. Or I'm like, uh, texting the, my lady that does my massages like crazy. Like, when can I get in? Do you have anything this week? Let me know if you have any cancellations. If I'm doing that, I'm definitely stressed. But yeah. But it's good to know. Take stock because I think stress looks very different with everyone. Yeah. So you have the physical symptoms that we've been talking about, but there's also like emotional symptoms or like mental psychological symptoms that you might end up having too. Um, So it looks like irritability or constant worrying getting Mm -hmm. stuck on things or the the fuck ladder (laughs) you know you go from fuck me to fuck it to fuck you yay if i'm at the fuck it i'm stressed put it in the fuck it bucket Uh uh-huh if i'm saying fuck me then that's just like damn it Mm -hmm. you know that's just something i need to take care of or that's just a whatever thing or i messed something up But if I'm saying fuck it, then I'm stressed about something and I'm trying to write something off. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So realizing what you do, like Vanessa was saying, emotions, physically, what your behaviors are. Isolation. Isolation. Yeah, that's a really big one. And usually, maybe I shouldn't say usually, but what I often see is isolation because you're irritable. Yeah. You know, so... Taking that self-inventory, what you do when you are stressed, 
maybe making a note of that somewhere or even if you just mentally go through it. Half the battle of creating change is that self-awareness. So creating the self-awareness by going through that inventory. Maybe that'll help you realize when you actually are stressed out because I think a lot of times, especially first responders, you don't want to admit when you're stressed or when something is too much or when, you know, all those little stressors are adding up. Mm-hmm. And it could be little changes too, like, and especially in like, so, I'm going to call it socially acceptable behavior, but like, you know, alcohol or tobacco, let's, let's face it. I know a ton of guys who chew or smoke or drink, right? And we're not saying don't do those things. Like those are just, those are just things that are prevalent or common, right? But if you notice that maybe it's just a little bit more, right? Or you're using it because you drink you know, 10 cans of Red Bull or Bang during the day and you're so freaking amped up at night that you're drinking to go to sleep, like that's a red flag. And I don't necessarily know that it's even a conscious decision. It's just like, oh, there's a beer sitting there and we're, we're hanging out, so I'm going to have one, right? It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm, you're not always thinking like, oh, I'm going to drink this specifically so I could go to sleep. Sometimes, yeah, but not always. Yeah. And just to throw this out there, we're not saying if you do drink, you have an alcohol problem. No, not at all. Because I've had so many guys say, well, I don't think I have a problem. You know, on my days off, I'll have a couple. Um, You know, I might have two or three. Don't worry, you're not an alcoholic if you're having two or three on your days off. Right. It's every night and it's like a 6-12 handle. Like maybe we might have a problem, but... Yeah, no. if you can't if you can't get through a day, maybe we have a problem. But you know, if it's here or there, here and there, I think you're okay. But when it comes to you needing something, and not just alcohol, now we're talking about anything, caffeine, whatever it is, if you're needing something to get through your day, I would start questioning why you need that thing to get through your day. Yeah. Like caffeine. I need my coffee to get through my day because I, I will have a headache <laughs> if I don't have a coffee in the morning. Oh, I'm so tired. Honesty is key, guys. Right. <laughs> and I think it's also important to remember, like, stress isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, no, it's long-term chronic stress that's caused by bad things in your life. That's kind of what we're talking about. Remember stress and cortisol, they're all things that your system needs, especially as first responders to have the right level of alertness and fuel, so to speak, to do your job, to handle day-to-day basis. And even like not even to do your job, I was telling guy earlier, like imagine you're driving along in your car and you don't have any, any level of alertness. You're not, your, your senses aren't up up to par, so to speak, and a car comes out of nowhere and, and hits you, right? That that skill, that alertness is necessary, so that way you could kind of be a scanning the environment to prevent accidents or shit from happening. So it's not a bad thing. You need no. it. If you don't have it, your system can also go haywire, which is kind of what we also see, and that kind of brings in the adrenal fatigue. Your adrenal glands are like a muscle. If you overuse them because they're constantly pushing out adrenaline and cortisol, they start to fuck up and then your system goes follow suit and things aren't functioning the way they that they should be having too little is a problem having too much is a problem yeah it's think of it as a signal mm-hmm. so what exactly is like adrenal fatigue 
So remember that adrenaline prepares your body to act quickly, to go into that fight or flight response, which produces cortisol. So it provides more energy, more functioning, more cognitive alertness, muscle, um, like your muscles get harder, your blood starts plumping faster, your heart rate picks up, all that stuff happens so that way you can meet the demand that's going on in your environment. But those adrenal glands start to underfunction or go haywire because they get used too much and they just start to, I don't want to say break down because that's not quite what it is. It's more of like they get tired. They convulse. Well, every, every time it's kicking out adrenaline or you're forcing it to kick out more adrenaline, like when you're putting, you know, the, the, all that extra caffeine in your body, you're forcing your adrenals to convulse and pump out. Yeah. It's, it's like overworking a muscle. Yeah. You're, you might experience some lower back soreness. Mm -hmm. Right, Vanessa? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So with underfunctioning adrenal glands, um, cortisol levels tend to stay elevated long after the stressor passes. So what does that look like, though, for home base? And this is what I explained to a client that I had a whole fucking conversation with the guy this morning. I was like, it looks like going home and picking a fight with your spouse mm-hmm. because your body has nowhere to expend that energy now. It looks like getting pissed off at toys not being lined up the right way or... The or on fridge, your way home not for sacked. drivers not being perfect or sitting at the red light for too long. Yeah, the light turns green and they don't take off immediately. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's like a millisecond later and you're already pissed. Yep. So it might feel like a roller coaster. Your emotions tend to be all over the place. One minute, you know, you can literally f- be feeling angrier and it'll bleh, angry and irritable. And then maybe a little bit later, you're feeling like down in the dumps, sad, like lethargic, anything Mm -hmm. like that. You're all over the place. There's no like constant. But remember, if it's adrenal fatigue and you're all of a sudden in the dumps, maybe coffee makes you feel better or maybe a workout makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not necessarily a prolonged feeling. It's just an up and down thing. Again, something to get checked. Remember, this is information, not recommendation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it, it's going to be more of an up and down rather than a constant. Absolutely. And I think keeping in mind, like, adrenal fatigue might be affecting a ton of different symptoms. So you might even test positive for certain stuff because the stress is wreaking havoc on your body, right? You know, there's been studies that show, like, stress has been linked to cancers and migraines and um, issues with like insulin and regulating Mm -hmm. blood sugars and things like that. So technically you could get diagnosed with those things when in reality it's, Uh it might, it might be stress related. And if you see a reduction in stress, you might see a reduction in those other symptoms. So it's a real, and again, it goes back to what I was saying at the beginning. I think it's hard to really research this and prove it as a thing because you it affects so many systems that end up yeah. turning up positive. And yes, you maybe you do have diabetes, but maybe those diabetes are better controlled when your stress is under control, right? Or thyroid yeah. issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just figured since you were taking a jab at me, it was my turn. <laughs> oh. Fucker. <laughs> it's okay. I feel like this whole episode is a personal attack. <laughs> uh, Check on your local first responder therapist. We are not doing okay. <laughs> 
all going to hell in a handbasket. Honestly, doing this shit is good. I think talking to people all day long is good because it's a constant reminder of like, oh, yeah, I need to do that thing for myself again. Doing your shit. Like, I need to take care of that. I need to do this. Uh, Yeah, because that's exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go and get all this shit checked, too. Why not? Good job. I'm curious to see. I really am curious to see what mine's going to come back as. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if something's not going wrong, I think it would be interesting to have, like, people do, like, a baseline. Mm-hmm. It'd be, it'd be good to know where your baseline is at. Yeah. What if you need that baseline one day? It'd be fun. Not fun. I'm not saying fun at the expense of you guys, but, like, to do a study, like, new people going into the field for the first time, like, doing all of their blood work and shit, and then following them for a couple of years, like, a three, like, five, and ten-year mark, and oh, see. yeah. Like, Unless there's, like, a iOS do it after their ios if that comes before oh yeah i hope this doesn't sound bad but that'd be very interesting to follow yeah we don't want to do research but like sometimes i do but i don't want to do, do the work like but, if yeah. i ever make enough money i would probably fund somebody to do the ideas hire that I have. people to do like this is what i want researched yeah yes not that i have time to do it no and i don't want to look at numbers fuck Fuck no (laughs) fuck spss and every other calculating program there is when it comes to research yes fuck every research class i've ever taken (laughs) anyways (laughs) we highly promote education (laughs) oh there's a girl i was sitting at gymnastics yesterday and there was a little girl uh eh, maybe like 10 not super little but practice doing practicing doing her math homework Mm -hmm. and her mom was like you're gonna need this one day and i was like oh girl you're not she's like doing fractions chances are there's a calculator for it you're not (laughs) you're not unless you go and teach a math class at a high school or do some like sciencey shit but even then they have calculators for that too yeah and by the way no kids listen to us but uh all that shit you learn in high school, you're going to retake in college. Have fun. <laughs> you're going to take it during your first two years again. And you're going to pay for it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Public education. We're super talking shit. We think education is great. There's a lot of things to be learned. I just, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of math. Yeah. High school is just a waste of time because you retake it the first two years of college, but that's fine. Have fun at prom. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> adrenal fatigue. <laughs> So anyways, um, back from the squirrel moment. Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> now that we've talked about all the shitty stuff that could happen when you have adrenal fatigue or mm-hmm. I know we're probably going to ruffle some feathers because if you do any Google search, I'm not going to lie. It's like adrenal fatigue is not a real thing. But here are all the symptoms, which we makes no fucking feathers. I don't sense. If you don't want to call it adrenal fatigue, it's fine. Just realize that there is a bazillion articles on all of the same symptoms, which should be your sign that there's probably something going on because obviously enough people have written about it, but apparently it's not a thing. Isn't that weird? It is weird. Right? I also think if you don't want to listen to us, it's fine. Oh, I know. But I'm just saying. probably going to fill it. Like there's <laughs> 20 articles easily saying like adrenal fatigue's not real. Why do you need to have so many fucking articles if it's not real? But yet all of these people are saying the same fucking thing. Okay, but honestly, that's like that's like everything in society. There's always those people saying that something's not what it is. Right? Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm I'm just kind of laughing at it. Cause it's like a cluster of a bazillion symptoms that could be any other thing, but 
Yeah. And then, and then just to throw this out there, are any of those articles like written by anybody who directly work with first responders or is a first responder? Probably not. Or is it just somebody out in the field who got their doctorate and like, oh, I have a doctorate so I can study anything? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because that's annoying. But it amazes me that they like people or like researchers or doctors are like, this isn't a real thing, but yet they're quick to say how much stress mm-hmm. could negatively impact your body. And there is yeah. physical chemicals and hormones that are related to stress within stress our body. Stress affects your whole body, but no, this isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> Even though your stress hormones come for your adrenal glands and your HPA axis and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But no, it's not real. It's fine. It totally makes sense. Anyways, I'm going to get off my soapbox for a second. So even if if it's not a real thing, uh, what can you do about it? Because stress is a real thing and the things that you feel in your body are a real thing. And it's probably going to feel like a repeat of what we've talked about in previous episodes. But I think it, it still needs to be addressed. Like, how do you lower your stress levels? One thing I would say, like, easy peasy which most of you guys do anyways but drink a ton of fucking water when it comes down to it this is a chemical hormonal thing going on in your system and sometimes there's just not enough like you're not going to get rid of every stressor not to take sides but i just want to say i think fire drinks a lot of water yeah i don't think law enforcement does well i did just (laughs) tell you the story the other day about the somebody (laughs) drinking a lot of caffeine in multiple putting red bull in it I'm not trying to throw people under the bus, but yeah. Anyways, moving on. (laughs) Yes, yes, I heard of that. Um, But drink drinking water because you need to cycle out the hormones and the chemicals Mm -hmm. that are causing you stress, or at least what is being produced by the stress. Because there might not be a way for you to get rid of the stress altogether. Like shit's gonna happen in your life, and there's just gonna be times where you have to be reactive rather than proactive, and this is one of the ways that you can be yes. both. Be kind to your body, take care of yourself. How do you, what do you do when you're stressed to relieve stress? Do you relieve stress? Mm-hmm. And when you're relieving stress, is it something that actually relieves stress or does it build more adrenaline? Mm-hmm. You know, like someone I was recently talking to that stays very hot, like, what do you do for fun? Oh, well, I I ride four-wheelers around. Mm-hmm. Okay, or well, like that, skiing and snowboarding. Yeah, that might kick up some adrenaline. Can we find something else? I'm not saying stop doing that shit, but let's find something that actually relaxes your system. I get that's fun, mm-hmm. but now let's look for relaxing. So, yeah. you know, think about what's actually calming your system down, too, because those things need to be added in there. You know, create some balance in life. Yeah. And it kind of reminds me of the same thing when it goes to workouts. I have so many guys who are like, I love working out. It makes me feel good. And I'm like, is it making you feel good? Because it's dumping adrenaline into your system. And mm-hmm. adrenaline does feel good at certain points. You know, and that's one of the recommendations. Like, get your sweat going. Because when you're sweating, yeah. you're releasing the chemicals. It's getting it out of your system. But you can release sweat by doing yoga. Yoga is fucking hard. I don't care what anybody says. It is so hard. It is so hard, but it's it's stretching. It's using some of those core muscles, but it's not uh-huh. necessarily something that's as in-depth as going and powerlifting for an hour. Yeah, seriously. Or, or two hours. Or two hours. <laughs> I'm totally taking jabs at people right now. Uh-huh. Um, or it, that's a good point. Like, there, you don't need to go and work out for two hours. There's there's no fucking reason for that, especially if you're trying to cool down your system. Keep it like at an hour. Yeah. Low impact. Unless you're that person that takes like 
20 minute breaks to text your friends and stuff because I see those people at the gym where the whole time taking mirror pictures or the whole time I'm there because I may be there 20 30 minutes when I do go I try to work out at home, but the whole time I'm there, they're sitting down with another guy friend and they're on their phone the whole time. Are they talking to each other? So obviously they're there for hours because it's also their social hour. So if you're socializing, that's one thing. thing. But if you're literally working out the full two hours, um, you're building adrenaline. You should stop or, you know, suffer adrenal fatigue, run hot and be an asshole at home. It's totally your choice. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) everyone will love you just kidding maybe they will yeah good luck with that Uh, 75 25 (laughs) maybe they will (laughs) get in the sauna if your gym has one or be bougie and buy your own sauna and go sit in there those are quick ways to cycle out things okay so since kevin talked yeah I was talking to um, a client about Asana because he listened to that too. And we found this uh, little like sauna pod that looks like a garden gnome thing to me. And uh, it's on Amazon. It's like a fucking tent thing, yeah. a square tent, and it goes up to your neck. I want my You just face zip in yourself it. in there. Can I like squat? Is that weird? <laughs> I like, I want to hide from the world. <laughs> I mean, you can probably squat all the way in there. Why not sit down on the floor and sweat it out in your little nasty germ smell box i don't know i don't know but like there's different options guys on amazon if you don't want to spend thousands there's like there's cheaper options if you would like if you get one of those little garden gnome boxes though um, like it's 110 outside during the summer you could just go stand outside in the the, sun i feel like that's different but if you if you get one of those little garden gnome boxes where just your head sticks out let us know let us know and Take please, yes, please send us a picture. Not to be weird, but that would be really funny. Also, fire season is coming. I don't want to say it's here because that's rude. So don't tell us that either, but it's coming. So um, if you get sent out, hug a tree and send us a picture. Yay. We like the hug a tree pictures. Mm-hmm. They're fun. They make me giggle. I feel like that's more for me than it is for you, but it could it be is, for you. It is. It's for me. <laughs> We like it. All in all, take care of your body. Create some balance. Whatever hobbies you have, you know, ask yourself, are these hobbies actually cooling my system? If they're not, keep your hobbies by all means. But what can you add in that is actually cooling your system down so that you can relax and relieve some of that stress? And what can you take out because my guess is is that there's probably some things in your life that you don't necessarily need like Mm -hmm. do you need to respond to work emails while you're at home all the time nope we're not going black and white here i'm not saying that you never answer emails or you never answer a work call but can you schedule out time for that for example can you go Mm -hmm. okay when i get up in the morning i'll have my cup of coffee i'll check my emails and then be done for the fucking day do you need to check your emails every hour and respond back to everything Uh, do you have to keep your work phone on you at all times yeah no you can probably set it down walk away from it it's gonna be okay evaluate the things that are causing you stress in your life and figure out if there is some things that you can either get rid of or completely or control a little bit better and do something about it oh if you're in california you need to go to the sycamore mineral springs resort so fun yeah 
super relaxing. It is definitely not a child-friendly place. Do not take your children if you care about yourself. (laughs) You know, if you care about your children, you need those breaks. Go to that with your spouse. Yeah, so you can be a better parent. Or go by yourself. I wouldn't judge that either because... We did. Yeah. The first time we went, we just went, the two of us. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And we recently went again with our husbands, husbands, though. Um, And it was very relaxing. Yeah. And we got a suite this time. Mm Mm-hmm. Separate suites, by the way, guys. Just we don't roll that way. Um, <laughs> Could you like imagine to be all of us in that tiny little fucking jet tub? No. Oh Kyber's legs. It would have been like a clown car. <laughs> Just so you guys know, my husband is 6'5 in all legs. Like he sits down, we're all the same height. Me and Vanessa are what, 5'2 and a half? Yeah. I'm 5'3. No, you're fucking. Anyways, 5'2 five, two, five, two and a half ish. And when we sit down, we're generally the same size, but he stands up and it's like, what happened? My neck starts to hurt. I'm like, can you sit down so I could talk to you like a normal person? Yeah. So you don't want him in a hot tub with multiple people. It's weird. <laughs> so go relax. Release. <laughs> loosen up those muscles. Uh, yeah. Food. I'm going to say, I want to touch on like food and caffeine. I know we said healthy food. Yeah. Because remember that stress affects your blood sugar and that typically when you start craving things, it's because your body is trying to regulate your system. And so it's going, well, the hormones that I'm putting out aren't doing it. So let's try to get it from outside sources, or at least that's Mm -hmm. the way I see it. So it's going like, go grab the high sugar, high caffeine, high carb things, because that's where you get your energy from. But unfortunately, that stuff crashes and it crashes hard. It doesn't just take you back to your homeostasis, your baseline. Typically, you feel worse after crashing so then what happens you get into the cycle of going okay i'm crashing so i'm gonna go get another energy drink okay crash again and go get another burrito then you crash again and no now you're going to a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. that up and down for your system is really bad so think about what foods are you putting into your system especially in high stress think of things that are going to keep your blood sugar and all that stuff stable and if you have a fast metabolism think about that too yeah like since i started working out even though i'm not doing anything crazy I'm having to eat a lot more. And even though it's healthy, like I'm having to eat a lot more. Mm-hmm. I even started doing the protein shakes and I was talking to someone yesterday about it because I'm still hungry after that. I'm not going to mix water anymore and I'm going to put oat milk in it because I'm still looking for calories. Yeah. So thinking about what you're eating and what your body needs. And if you have a fast metabolism, thinking about how much you need to up that and what substance you're getting out of it. And balance too. Like I know sometimes mm-hmm. I was I was reading this and again I'm not a doctor and so go talk to your doctor or whatever you need to do. But I was reading that like a lot of guys will do like low carb diets or things like that. And sometimes when you're experiencing that amount of stress, you actually need to like increase some of your carb intake or increase some of mm-hmm. that stuff that you're normally restricting to have that healthy diet because your body needs to be regulated. Yeah. And so you need you need everything. You need the fruits, you need the veggies, you might need some of that carb intake, you might need more protein. So figuring out that too. And unfortunately, that might mean trial and error and figuring out what works for your system. So maybe do that self-inventory we were talking about. So you're aware of what it looks like when you are stressed overall. And then look at how you deal with stress or, you know, are you adequately dealing with your stress in a healthy way? And then, you know, if you need to think about stuff to add in, if you need to think about hobbies or different ways to relax that you need to add in, maybe add that in. If you're thinking about your diet, think about how that's going to look and start slowly making some changes if you need to. 
because this adrenal fatigue isn't, it doesn't have to be something that's permanent. It doesn't have to be something you ever experience if you aren't experiencing now, you know, and if you are experiencing it, it is something that you can take care of by taking care of yourself. And I read somewhere that it takes approximately six to nine months to like really get your system regulated out and get like your adrenal glands and like your hormones and your HPA access and all that stuff like regulated again if it's been run through the ringer and my guess is is that can be longer or shorter based Mm -hmm. on how messed up your system has gotten over the years so if you're not seeing changes right away again go and see your doctor but recognize that you've put your body through the ringer for a long time and probably haven't taken stock of what that stress might be doing so it might take a while to really see the full effects of some of this stuff yeah your body's used to what you've been doing naturally it's going to want to continue what it's been doing Mm -hmm. so you have some you possibly have some habits to break that'll be fun so much fun that's always so much fun (laughs) enjoy yourselves (laughs) well thank you for listening in today we hope you guys found this helpful and and somewhat informative informative (laughs) Uh, again we're not doctors right so please don't sue us this is just information that we have researched and seen with guys a lot um yes and again this is about even if you don't believe in it recognize that stress at the end of the day is well researched and it does have an impact on your body and there Mm -hmm. are simple things that you can do to be reactive and proactive to monitor and combat some of it yes we will talk to you speak at you do the thing next week we always say that so weird we should really think of something we will talk to at you in some form in a week or so thanks for listening Thanks for listening to 7525. This podcast is in no way affiliated with any other business or entity. As a reminder, this podcast does not take the place of mental health treatment. If you or someone you love is struggling, please contact the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. You can also visit their website at suicideprevention.org. If you are looking for a therapist, you may be able to locate one on psychologytoday.com. You can find us at 75.25 on Instagram or 75 backslash 25 on Facebook. 75 is spelled out, 25 numerical.